On today's episode of Stars Like Us, I am here with Natalia Benson, who is a women's life empowerment coach and a modern mystic. Yes, what a title. What a title. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me, and it's so good to meet you. It's so nice I've to meet you, too. I've been a fan, too. so this I'm is a cool. fan. This is amazing. <laughs> so tell us about what it means to be a women's life coach and a modern mystic. Well, you know, it's interesting. I used to introduce myself much differently. I used to say first that I was an astrologer, modern mystic, and an empowerment coach. And interesting just how things have shifted. I had a big um, transit Saturn through my 12th. And it's funny. Ooh, what a bitch that is. Damn. I I mean, Capricorn rising, what as you know. What degree is your Capricorn rising? 17. I'm 12. So I had Pluto on there for a long ass time. Yeah. Like I mean, not everybody has Pluto across their ascendant. I know. Did you? Yeah. I mean, what'd you think about it? <laughs> I mean, I actually, I, it was right as I was getting into astrology. Really? I was in my early 20s. Okay. So it was like right at the beginning of my astrological yeah everything everything i mean for me it was like you know interestingly i think because i had that transit going on that was what forced me like obviously nothing forced me to i guided myself there but it forced me on an internal level to face so much of my shit and so for me i feel like that transit really um assisted me in stepping into my power number one but finding my power through spirituality so astrology was that first gateway drug as ruby warrington says and then um from there i got i i I weirdly i think i was always a mystic i just was raised by such like a corporate family that like none of that was ever really expressed in my life i didn't know where to put that energy and then slowly over the years i got really i mean i've been reading mostly for women because women are more into like astrology and tarot than guys are maybe not now no one at me just saying this is my experience (laughs) over the last decade and so interestingly enough that really um, evolved for me into working. I realized I'd been working with women for over 10 years. And after, especially that 12th house transit out of my Saturn, out of my 12th, sorry, I got very pragmatic with my spirituality, very pragmatic with my personal development. And I just started to really lean into, you know, what are the tangible tools that my clients and the women I'm even having a you know 20 minute conversation with whether it be on instagram or passing them in the street like what are you doing to shift your life what tools are you tapping into so it's been an interesting unfolding but um yeah i used to very much identify with you know this is i'm an astrologer and i'm a mystic and then i started to evolve that into my coaching or really get you know really integrate that into my coaching and it's funny, my aunt wrote me an email. She's a Libra and she was like, gosh, it's so interesting what you do now because I feel like you are always meant to do this, like even when you were a kid. So it's it's interesting and amazing how things unfold and I've just decided to like listen to myself and then be willing to say, yeah, I'm a mystic. I'm a, my name's Natalia Benson. I'm a coach. Like, And I think when you say you are something and you're willing to put the authentic, 
you know, inertia behind, um, you know, your practices and your study, it's amazing what you can do. That's my life's a testament of that. Cause I was never like this as a kid. I was never, I was never like, oh, like super inclined to like anything super spiritual, but I just got so into it getting into my twenties. Cause I was, you know, suffering so much, having such a hard time and it's just amazing. I, as I already told you, I have so much Gemini energy, so I can just go on tangents. No, no, no. And now is... you enlighten me, my Sag Moon storytelling, because I love a story. <laughs> I fucking love a good story. Um, did you ever experience, like, I mean, because mystic is a pretty loaded word. Totally. It, there's a lot in that. Yeah. And did you, ex- did you have, like, an imposter syndrome experience ever with it? Or how did you feel like it was something that you were able to adopt and fully embrace you know the way i look at the word mystic is a being a human being and this can be anyone but someone who chooses or perhaps just sees life in a deeper way and that was always me like a very sensitive very empathic Um, I just learned about the term HSP like a couple years ago and that was healing for me because I was like, wow, I've always just been so in tune and looking at the world in deeper ways and seeing things in this very like esoteric way. I just didn't know to call it that. I just felt things and saw things in the world that I didn't think anyone else saw. And, and as you know, forgive this if it sounds crass, but I gave a shit, like I've always given a shit and I've wanted people to be connected and in tune with themselves even that's just me if that's just me giving them a smile or a piece of wisdom or assurance and so you know i'm sure many could create their own definition of the word or say that i'm wrong but to me that that term mystic was has always been like my alignment with depth and sensitivity and wanting to express that in my life on some level and as i said that got way more pronounced in my 20s having that um that pluto transit where i got really face to face with so much of my shadow and then how to actually work through my shadow with some really full-on tools it's been quite a journey yeah i mean (laughs) we hope it is like there i always say that the chart always wants to be moving totally you know i love that. that like there's the last thing that we would ever want is for a chart to become this like static unchanged thing it is the transits are always moving around it progress charts are always growing Mm -hmm. and evolving we are always changing and Mm -hmm. exploring new properties in ourselves yes so so what did so in terms of starting your business what was your did you have a career prior to this that you left in order to do this and what did that entail what was that changeover for you Well, it's been a, like I said, it's been a weird journey. I think I had a quote unquote spiritual awakening. That's all I could really term it as when I was about 19. And then after moving to Los Angeles, I started my first business at 19. I was a jewelry designer. That was my first Capricorn rising attempt at being like, okay, I'm a business person. I'm an entrepreneur. And I just wanted to have something that was my own and my plan out of fear at the time was I knew that when I got out of school that I didn't want to get a job. I just knew that it wasn't for me. It it made me feel sick. And um, so I really hustled during my college years and I built this, you know, this brand, this little brand and this line that I had for nine years. And I lived off of it all through my 20s. 
the mistake, quote unquote, that I made, I never look at anything as a mistake, but the lesson that I learned was that I tried to live off a business that was in its infancy and that wasn't a good idea. So throughout my 20s, I had odd jobs. I was living off my jewelry. I did pretty well here and there, but I also battled with so much insecurity and so many self-worth issues that it made it really hard for me to truly flourish on any level. Um, monetarily and beyond. And um, ironically, about a year and a half ago, I caved to my parents' demands and I was like, you know what, I'm going to go get a job. I, I, I had, I worked as a hostess, a personal assistant. I did so much shit in my twenties just so I could keep building my dream. And then finally I was like, God bless. This is so fucking hard. Like I'm done. And I asked the universe for some guidance and ironically got an offer um, to run social media for an activewear line. And long story very short, that was like my dip into corporate life. I was there for nine months and I didn't like it. And I basically, I was so scared to go out on my own again because I was afraid I was going to fail. And then lo and behold, I just cut my ties to the job. I left and, you know, and I, Here's the thing. I left after 10 years of building something that wasn't working. And then finally, after those 10 years, it started to work. So it was like I had to go through that one more test, um, you know, letting go of this corporate job and just really giving it my all. And that was about a year and a half ago. And uh, yeah, so it's been a weird journey. It wasn't like I had a job and then I like got into all this. I was building it and doing a lot of personal development and deep inner work over the years so that I could finally, you know, flourish and like really let myself be powerful and really let myself, you know, begin a totally new chapter of my life. Um, so yeah, it's been sort of like non sequitur, I guess you could say, and definitely interesting, but I'm so grateful. I went through those years of the mistakes, quote unquote, and those lessons because everything has lent itself. Like I always tell my clients and my students, like if I hadn't gone through the darkness of my twenties, I really wouldn't be equipped to sit here and, and guide you and, and work with you and teach with you because I wouldn't have any ground to stand on. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So in terms of counseling people who are then older than you mm -hmm. well here's the thing as a coach interestingly enough my clients are in their 20s and 30s and that's it when I did only astrology and tarot I had clients I had women of all ages and so I know exactly what you're talking about that challenged me always more so because I wasn't sure if the way I was speaking was being perceived um correctly I was like wait do I sound too woo woo am I sounding too naive or optimistic is my sag moon coming out too much and I would question my languaging and if I was getting out you know what I wanted to say properly and and fortunately you know I think that that's like just a part of the work that we do is like you're always like streamlining and and really coming from 
this place sometimes that you don't know where it's exactly coming from. It's just kind of channeling through. And to me, it's so much about trusting and coming from your heart. And then from there, you know, the people who resonate are going to be there and the people who don't understand, or maybe you're not their guide, they'll hopefully carry on and not at you on Instagram. But, (laughs) (laughs) but, um, you know, that when I had my astrology and tarot clients, like that was definitely something that came up for me a lot where I was like, wait, is this being perceived correctly? But fortunately I found that every time it was, and they found their own ways to connect or they would ask me a lot of questions and I would find ways to speak their language and their vernacular in a way that connected with them. Um, but interesting it's interesting you asked me that because yeah with coaching i'm like wow i don't really coach anyone who's older than 38 so and i feel like i can i feel very you know the thing is and what i feel grateful for is through my journey i feel so in love with who i am and so trusting of myself finally that i find it very easy to speak my heart very um seamlessly with people um and just trust that it gets through. And I always ask questions when I'm coaching people or when I'm working with them. I don't do one-on-one for astrology or tarot anymore. Um, but anytime I'm, anytime throughout my career, I've always asked, like, I want people to get involved. Like, I want to say, you know, how is this landing for you? Does this resonate? But, and I, I don't know. It's I go into such a channel state when I do that stuff. So, yeah. So what does coaching look like? You know, if I were to, is it a, do we meet in person? Is it a webinar? If it's multiple people, how many people? Mm -hmm. What is the curriculum? So um, I love these questions. By the way, you're so amazing. (laughs) (laughs) So sweet. Thank you. I'm like, I'm going to break, break this down. So there's two, there's two ways that I coach right now. I do one-on-one coaching in an eight-week immersion and I do courses and I call those like my group coaching, we'll say, group coaching courses. Um, and they all have a different theme. I don't meet with anyone in person anymore. Um, I only meet either on the phone or on like Zoom meeting and stuff like that, which the reason I love that so much is because I love that I can work with someone anywhere in the entire world. I have a lot of clients in Australia, ironically, in Canada. I'm always like, how the hell do you guys find me? Like on oh, <laughs> Instagram um, or podcasts, stuff like that. So Um, But yeah, in a one-to-one setting, it's uh, really specific to whatever that woman is working on. I really like to work with women who are unfolding their purpose, who are looking um, to create something that feels like it's theirs, whether that's a business or a specific project, whatever it may be. Um, And then I work a lot with women who already are in very high, powerful positions, Uh, whether they run their own businesses or they're in corporate America and they want spirituality in their life. And so we work on center centering practices. Ironically, I work a lot with women who are very powerful and successful, but who are also mothers. And I had someone interviewing me ask like, well, how do you know, like you're not a mom. And I was like, I don't know what it's like to be a mom, but I know what it's like to be a woman and just feel like you need space for yourself but you don't have the time because that's really being an Aries I'm like I rush like I like to do things quickly and I like them to be high quality and quick 
just a little insight into my brain. That's and the Capricorn in you. Really? The high quality. Yeah. Yes, Aries doesn't high, give a shit if it's high quality. So true. <laughs> you know what? As I've shifted and really healed, especially with that Pluto going through Capricorn for me, that got me really in my power around quality and really taking my time. Because, you know, Aries and Capricorn, they square each other. And that used to just devastate me constantly because my, you know, my rising and that soul aspect of me was like, slow the fuck down or you're like never going to get where you want to go because my Aries just wanted to plow through everything. So I found a way to marry those two things. And I really feel like that's the juxtapose of my work and really making sure that, you know, where you don't have to be with me and reliant with me, reliant on me for fucking five years. Like I want you to be with me in an immersion. And if you need more time, we'll get you more time. You know what I mean? So I like finding that nice um, juxtapose with women where it's like you're getting quality work and quality practices and incredible results, but you're not becoming reliant on me over a long period of time. If that makes sense. It does. Yeah. So is, is the focus is then more on career as opposed to love? We cover everything because at the crux of everything that I work with, whether it's in a group coaching course or my, my one-to-one clients, it's like, where are you at with yourself? Like, where are you at with your own self-love, self-respect, self-compassion? How is the balance between your feminine and your masculine energy? Are you weighing your masculine? Most people are because we've just been taught that that's what, what's the correct way to do things. Um, where do we need to balance your energy? So again, that's kind of that mystic side of, of looking a couple layers deep of like, okay, where are you at? And you can tell where someone's at because not only the way that their face is presented to you, but the way they speak. And I know that probably seems so like basic, but um, that to me has been one of the most powerful things I've seen in working with women over the last year and a half or so, seeing the transformation in their face and their language and seeing people literally change. But I only have seen this because I've seen it. I'm my patient zero. So everything I teach and guide on is what I've moved through and the way I've transformed. Um, But yeah, language is a powerful one. So anything you're wanting, you know, you'll let me know like, oh, you know, my love life is in disarray or I'm not making the money that I want. And we can get down to the core energies of where you're at with self work and heal, you know, I don't like to say the word heal, but that is what it is. Work and heal that really work with it and heal it and then make changes in every area. And it's all just, you know, I think the reason people get super lost is just because they've lost touch with themselves. And that's my Aries coming through too, is like, I've been so self involved for so long that I was like, okay, well, my liberation has come through me paying attention to myself and seeing, you know, my, like those weird, like just shitty habits and patterns. Well, nobody else can change those for me, but me. So yeah. Yeah. I think that the, the recognition that nobody can change anything but you is like such a key principle of all of this work exactly um i want to touch on life purpose for a second because people have been there's like there's times when like a certain term will become really buzzy like i've twin flames 
Twin Flames was buzzy for a while. I'm really glad that Me people are not too. no longer I know talking you're about say. Twin Flames. Thank you. I feel the same. Yeah, I mean, Twin Flames was like a like let me guess like you're an on again off again abusive relationship where you clearly need to cut the cord yes twin flames yes i i and not to interrupt you i feel like the twin flame sentiment was like to me it always came across as like someone's gonna save you from your life and your work and just like save you from the feelings of being human because i think that sometimes relationships have that energy but really the twin flame energy was all about or is all about i'll say like really putting you face to face with your work it's not this escape and i feel like i always heard it kind of talked about and thrown around in that energy of this escapist idea through relationship i don't know if you'd agree with me. yeah i mean i just feel like it's like some tumblr language that like (laughs) i I don't i I do not vibe with like soulmate Okay, yes. Yeah. I There's millions of soulmates. We all have soulmates. Yes. We meet them every day. It's yes. so magical. Yes. No one's saying Twin Flames anymore, and I'm very fucking thankful. <laughs> but people are now talking about life purpose. I don't okay. feel like I don't get queasy when someone yes. says that, but it does always make me ponder because yes. I don't feel in my work like I can ever people, – because people ask me, what is my life purpose? Totally. And like – whoa Mm -hmm. like I cannot tell you what your life purpose is but I can help you figure out your strengths and your weaknesses yeah and then we can work together to figure out what makes you feel good yeah and what makes you feel good may not be what your makes your father feel good and may not be what society you thought society wanted you to do to Mm -hmm. feel good but we're gonna find it Yes. But it needs to be a dialogue. Yes. There is no panacea. There yes. is no like cure-all for this. Yep. Any type of spiritual work that you do on yourself like requires involvement yes. and active, be active choice. Yes, one million percent. And you know, you're I, I'm just smiling and like nodding ferociously because I'm like, fuck yes, thank you. <laughs> because again no one is here to save you from your work or give you the answer. I had a a client today and she had a very specific question with me. And I said, I want you to get off this call with me. Um, I have her, I have my clients do this thing I call the Beyonce pose where you stand in like superwoman pose with like your legs apart and you like shout into nothingness that you fucking got it. Like I I do a lot of crazy stuff with my clients (laughs) and my students. Um, but I said, get in your Beyonce pose, shout like some epic affirmations, get yourself into a different state, dance to your favorite fucking song for two minutes, work up a sweat, and then ask yourself the same question. Because I'm not here to give you the answer. I'm just here to guide you to your own answer. I'm not here to tell you what to do. And she's been with me for a while and she knows that. But I was like, change, like as Tony, I'm very into Tony Robbins. So sorry if no, some people are a little polarized about him. I study so much and I go to a lot of his events and I just, he's changed my life completely and really impacted my work. And something he talks about is changing your state. We have everything within us. We have every answer within us. I used to think that was like a stupid spiritual buzz term and it angered me. I was like, what do you fucking mean we have everything inside of us? I knew it was right, but it angered me because I didn't know how to get there. So a tool that I picked up 
from Tony Robbins, very, very, very intuitive. Everyone knows how to do this is changing your state because when you change your state, whether it's through exercise or movement or breath work or whatever it may be, dancing, whatever, you get your energy flowing through you, you turn your brain on, and then you can really tap in to what's always been available to you. Um, So for me with life purpose, I am never here to guide my clients or my students on here's what you do. Oh, you have a third house this. Okay, this is your shit. This is what you got to do. I'm always like, hey, go study these aspects in your chart that have helped me, like my sun placement, my Jupiter placement, my nodal placements. Go get clear on this shit, research a lot, and then pick out what resonates with you, write it to me in a paragraph, and then we'll talk about how to start unfolding more of the details. Because to me, life purpose is more so about like, what do you want to feel? Like for me, I didn't know I wanted to be like a modern mystic astrologer, mystical coach human. I didn't know that. <laughs> I didn't know I wanted to be a DJ. I didn't know I want, I d- I've done so much stuff. I just knew I wanted to connect with people. I knew I wanted to make people feel like they had something more in life than their fear. And I think when you know, like I'm sure you know, like how you want to feel and how you want to make people feel or impact them. And when you know that, I think the universe unfolds, helps us unfold the answers, the hows. Um, One of my other like mystical uh, perspectives is that, you know, you don't really need to know the what or the how, just know the why. Know why you want to do what you want to do. Know why you want to feel the way you want to feel. And then I think if you believe in the concept of the universe or you can refer to it as life, you know, life will help you unfold the details. And to me, like, that's one of the most like exciting things of getting to know your chart and other aspects of your personality um, and tapping into your power through these different practices because the answers are there. And I know that firsthand and I've seen it dozens of times. Well, this reminds me of, you know, I, I think that it's interesting that you're talking about like just doing it, right? Like changing your state, making a transformation, even if it is ever so small and just your state of mind, that is what a hard aspect is all about. Yes. And I, you know, I have clients and I personally myself am like riddled with hard aspects. Mm-hmm. It's, it's all I got. <laughs> so I, you know, the ancients were afraid of change Mm -hmm. so and duh like things were really fucking bad time like really not it like change was a really tough thing to deal with in our ancient world Mm -hmm. but today change is not a bad thing inherently and it is actually through the hard aspects through the oppositions through the squares that we have enough perspective and enough mobility to be able to make shit happen like we will not take action if it like squares make us move we can't move without it Mm -hmm. so when i have when i see a chart that has tons of squares in it Mm -hmm. and or if i see somebody who's going through a transit that's like really really harsh with a lot of squares Mm -hmm. like great this is a time for change and yes change is scary Mm -hmm. and growing is scary and Mm -hmm. growing pains are very very real yeah but it's a blessing to be able to transform. Absolutely. And you know what? I used to not 
look at squares that way. I used to see them as like, oh, like fuck, like I got this like deep work to do or I'm cursed or whatever. It was like this very weird mentality I had. I not actually cursed, but you know, just that yeah, yeah, feeling yeah. of like, oh, like, like why life me? is against me. Yeah. And now through my years of evolving, healing, growing, I was like, thank God. So translating that into like, if I was talking to like a corporate executive, I'd be like, yeah, your challenges in your business, your challenges in your life or with your relationship are there to help you grow. That's what, that's what the astrology square and opposition, in my opinion, especially the square really talks about. It's like when you have a challenge, it is there to make you be the greatest version of yourself. And like I was talking to you before we um, started recording, you know, I like when I found out that I had a Venus square Saturn, um, cause I used to wonder like, how the fuck? am I always in these horrible relationships? And I finally started to study my Venus line and saw all these squares. And I was like, oh, okay, that makes so much sense. I also have Venus square Saturn. Oh, um, why didn't you tell me that before? Surprise. I love it. <laughs> I mean, I've met different people who have it and we like talk about it. I actually did an EP. It was my last EP with my project, Ninth Child. I do electronic music and um, I named it Venus Square Saturn because um, that one aspect was the most powerful aspect of my life and it drew so much pain out of me for the better. Like it drew so much out of me that really delivered me to my power. It made me very creative. Are you um, Venus Gemini? No, my Venus is in um, Pisces. So I love therapy. Me too. I love straight, <laughs> just like talk legit, just psychotherapy, mm -hmm. talk therapy. Mm -hmm. um, do you also encourage your clients to go to just a regular therapist? Do mm -hmm. you still go to therapy? So I'm on a break from my therapist right now. We were working. I have been in therapy for the past probably five years and just recently to be honest right after I finished Tony Robbins this um really big event in LA I just it was like things clicked into place that hadn't been there for a long time but that I'd been working on under under wraps for a long time and then I was like you know what I'm ready just to take a break and just apply what I've learned um she helped me through tumultuous times like especially around relationships um and do I encourage therapy? Absolutely. But the truth is a lot of women who come to me for one-to-one -one coaching, they're either in therapy or they, they're past that point. You know what I mean? Like I don't work with women and plus I'm, I'm not a therapist. I'm, I'm a coach. So I have to also be very selective about who I choose to work with and make sure they're ready. Some women come to me and they're like, they're still really steeped in trauma and they've got a lot going on and I can fully meet them there. But also from a legal standpoint, I have to be very careful about being like, Hey babe, you know what? Let me give you some spiritual tools, things to work on, but also consider, you know, what feels the best for you to do. Is it, it is it therapy? Is it, you know, another tool that can help you first move through these stories and some of these traumas? Um, because in my opinion as a coach you you do have to tread lightly with people who perhaps aren't through the woods on certain things and really um, offer and guide that they talk to someone who has very you know because therapy for me absolutely 
saved my life and really helped me through some times that I needed to just talk and and mourn and move through a lot of shadow. And then after I was complete with a lot of that, then I felt very ready for coaching and coaching really shifted my life like on every level. Um, you as the coach or are you going through a coaching? Me going Me getting coaching last year. I, I hired my first coach and it legit changed. I mean, I can't say it. I changed my life with her help in like two months of us working together. She still talks about me as like a fucking miracle because it was. I left that job and I had like $2,000 to my name. I was so scared, but I knew that the universe and that I was going to show up for myself because I was really going on my path and really, really um, taking the, the bold move. And so, you know, by an interesting turn of events, um, she uh, came into my life and we worked together for two months. And yeah, it's fucking nuts. I shifted, I like quadrupled some, even some months, six, I don't know if the word for six times, but let's just say I really upped my income. <laughs> let's just say let's I just made say, fucking money. I made some fucking money, y'all. <laughs> it was pretty interesting because I came from such low self-worth and such challenge charging and asking for what I was worth, whether it was from DJing or, um, having clients or whatever. And then through that journey, I really came to her because I was having such a hard time with love and money. And then, yeah, I fuck. It's just, it's crazy. I don't like to boast, but I like to talk about results. So I completely shifted my financial life. Um, not just because of her work. I also did a couple other things last summer that really helped me like learning how to manage my finances. And then not only that, I just totally changed my whole story around men and I found that as I was really in my purpose and in my power, it made it much easier to say no to guys that were just fucking sucky. Like it just was easier before when I didn't feel like I was in my power. I didn't feel clear on my purpose. I think on some weird level, I was just looking for entertainment. So I would just date these dicks. I also realized that I was bored as fucking hell. Mm -hmm. I was so bored doing so many things, yeah. which was why I kept finding myself in these toxic relationships exactly. because I had so much creative energy exactly. that was just not being spent in the right ways. Mm -hmm. So then, of course, I was spending it on like texting, being rejected, yes. like these like on again, off again, mm -hmm. like bullshit unavailable men mm -hmm. because that's entertainment exactly it's you know when people come to me and they come to me for the same stuff that's why I also had to shift my work because I was like you know what like tune into me on Instagram or go listen to like a podcast episode because if you're not doing the practices to actually shift you into your power then really all you're doing is you're just bored and you're looking for ways to to stop your own energy because you're so powerful. You have so much. Stop wasting it. And that's why I started to shift into the women's empowerment stuff because I was like, yo, like we can utilize these tools of astrology and mysticism and personal development. And instead of like, you know, like struggling with money and men and all of these other things that you know, our self-worth, like whatever the stories Which are. Which are interestingly all Venusian concepts. Yes. Venus is the ruler of all of these things. Yes. Love, money, beauty, everything. Yes. 
and worth and all this stuff. Yeah. And it's like, as we really like can click into that power and I teach a lot of women about their Venus sign, like, where's your Venus? What's up with your Venus? Like tap into your Venus and let that really grow, you know, your sense of worth and your sense of love of being woman. Because for me personally, you know, I had many times throughout my journey where I was ashamed of being a woman. I didn't like being a woman. It felt unsafe. It felt um, disempowering. And that was my my shadow period of moving through you know, my life and really having to face firsthand that like I didn't understand feminine energy and I didn't like being a woman. And I feel like sometimes when you hit those proverbial rock bottoms, then you can be guided out of it. And so I chose, I was like, I don't want to stay here. I don't want to hate who I am. I want to love who I am. I want to respect and embrace who I am. And as soon as I started to do that, everything really changed. And so that was how I knew that you know, my work was ready to evolve and it was very unconscious. It just happens. Like I, I just suddenly found myself really talking about women's empowerment and through my time with that coach, she was like, okay, what do you niche want to coach on? And I just, the next morning I woke up out of bed, I rewrote my entire coaching page. And I said, I'm a women's empowerment coach. Cause that's what I do. And that's what I've been doing for 10 years. Um, you know, in a, in just unique ways, and because when we tap into our power as women, we're the creative force of the universe. We bring life through our body. Like that sacral chakra is no fucking joke. Like when we tap into that, we are unstoppable. And it's so beautiful what we can create. And we're seeing that now, you know, like there's such amazing things that are going on in, in women and men who are really tapping into their inner power from their heart. And I feel like the more that we all as a humanity are tapping into our feminine wisdom, which does not just belong to women. Feminine wisdom is feminine wisdom. It's an aspect of energy. When we're tapping into that, wow, like how creative and powerful um, and remarkable can life and the world become like when we're all tuned into that. And to me, that's just so important right now. And I feel like it's happening. I feel like it's just it's happening. And I, my Sag moon, very optimistic, and I'm choosing to see that in the world and therefore help it grow through my work. Well, first of all, I think that that is beautifully well said. (laughs) (laughs) So like, I'm, I feel empowered by this. This is very, this is like, I, I feel like I am very privileged to be receiving a coaching Uh lesson. So are you working on any projects right now? Where can people find you? Oh, nice. Well, first and foremost, very active on Instagram. Um, it's just at Natalia underscore Benson. Um, my site is nataliabenson.com. I've got a lot of fun, free content on there. Um, and let's see, what am I working on? I'm working on a book as is, I'm sure I I've, I've been saying that for months because in perfect Aries fashion, I started it and finished three chapters and then got busy with 3000 other things, including getting a kidney infection. So, (laughs) so I'm getting back to writing my book. My goal is to have it done by July. Um, I'm developing a coaching certification right now because I really want to empower women with my method, um, and empower other women to coach because it, for me, it's just changed my life. Um, and a couple other fun things in the works. Thank you so much. Thank you for this having me. It's so good to meet you and see you. Yay! Bye, guys. Thank you.